This episode is proudly sponsored by Chronologic. By the time you contact a buyer with calls and emails, someone using Chronologic has already held the meeting. Learn more about how to harness the power of AI scheduling at scale. Visit chronologic.com at the link in the show notes. So you take your two pillars and you have all sky blue jelly bellies. And then right in the middle is the white jelly belly. And the message is get ready to stand out with Sendoso. Your product. It's just like, that's super clever. And I'm going to eat these. And I'm just going to be pumped to start in onboarding with you. I'm Scott Logan, and we're making fun of marketing. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Making Fun of Marketing. You've got a hard job, so we want to add a bright spot to your week and maybe even give you some good ideas and some space to vent a little bit with us. Today, we have a very special guest with us. It's the basically queen of customer marketing for Sendoso. Uh, she's fabulous, setting best practices. Been there, what, five years-ish now or almost? Yeah, going on five, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And just recent promotion to senior director. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Very, very good. Direct mailer is that thing that came back into like the mainstream limelights after going away for maybe five to 10 years. And then when companies like Sendoso started to make it easy and feasible for teams to utilize it in a more effective way, then it kind of took off on its own, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it needed to end how it was going back then, right? Because it was just snail mail. And then we needed to get a little bit more technology integrations. And now we're doing a bit, I think. Awesome. So as things come back to life, you typically see a lot of bad best practices as best practices have been evolved over the course of this new round of more systematic direct mailers. So what have you seen that has just been a complete like face slap? I can't believe that happened. Yeah, I'm really lucky that I get to work with all these amazing account-based marketers, event marketers, you name it, um, on really like amazing direct mail campaigns. But I've seen some like examples of some bad ones and just kind of like my own thoughts. And one I'll start with is like the crap left over that you have and like trying to send that out. Now, hey, I know you spent great money on it and you should get it out. But if it was specific to, you know, a bundle that you created and then you're just trying to like send somebody some random old branded thing. Like, it's just not going to land very well. Um, I will say, though, if it is a nice item, like, oh, wow, this is a really cool Yeti or some sort of like, you know, really cool ember mug or something, then, but it has an old logo on it. I think it's just all about the messaging, right? It's like, you're an exclusive customer, so you get this vintage item. Like, like throw the word vintage in there. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh. I'm so special instead of like limited run of old logo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I've, I've definitely tried to twist that and it worked for me. Back when I got my first Yeti, I think I was at a conference in 2016 and I thought that was amazing. So, uh, you know, a year or so later I was at a company and I thought, let's send Yeti. It was like 2017, 2018. 
and it was a hit actually at the time. And, uh, we got them through a sales rep who said, I actually know a guy who knows a guy who can get you Yetis for like a cheaper price going straight to the manufacturer in China. And turns out he had done that with a lot of connections from marketing people in his network and had sold through himself as a side gig over a hundred thousand Yetis in a single year. And because of that, they flew him out to the factory in China and got an actual tour of where they make the Yetis in China. This is obviously pre-pandemic. They had all open doors everywhere. And it was, he said it was crazy. He didn't even know that the offer was real. And then they reached out to him. They're like, yeah, no, this is legit. This is for our top suppliers. Yeah, that's cool. I wonder if we're talking about the same guy. No. <laughs> yeah. Could possibly be, yeah. honestly, could possibly be. It's a small yeah. world. So what are some of maybe the better sends that have better traction now that are breaking ground or, or I don't know if it's a new send or a, or a tweak to an old one, but yeah. what are you seeing that is most effective? It just depends on your audience, really. I know that a lot of our Sendoso customers just utilize either that Yeti mug or an e-gift. And if something works for them, that's their motto. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just scale your current direct mail item. Just scale it to be global. I'm, I put on the Sendy Award program. Uh, you're a Sendy Award winner. Hey-o. Yep. So I get to see like the craziest and coolest um, direct mail. And I think the ones that I see, and of course, I've been in this space for like four years now, so I've seen a lot, um, are all the integrated campaigns, right, where they're just so tight with display ads and email signatures and the theme that they're pushing out there resonates with their audience and the message is consistent throughout all these different channels. Not a lot of people are are doing it that way, but that's what we hope to change with Sendoso and and me pushing out all of these amazing customer success stories. and just getting it out to the world. On the integrated and creative both, layering the messaging on top, give us a a specific example of something you've done where you put all the pieces together and laid an awesome message over the top. Yeah, so I think it was definitely when I was trying to get more people into my advocacy program. We're called the Super Senders. And um, I, I went after kind of like our ideal advocate profile, right? They are spending a ton and they're, uh, you know, like really innovative marketers that you want to target. So got that target list. And then I was thinking like, what am I going to send these people that's really going to get them to sign up? So I think it's really easy to get lost in focusing on what the actual item is going to be. And so it's easy because, I mean, you hate it, but I think some people find it fun. And a lot uh, of people find it fun. I just... And so worried about the other things, like the reporting and the numbers and the the things I'm getting called to the carpet. And it just slows you down. It's annoying. Yeah. I gotcha. So, and then I was like, okay, let's go over the top and get them like this little, have you seen these like fire pits that sit on your counter and you can like roast marshmallows and do the whole kit and stuff. And I I don't know. I think my messaging was going to be like flame and fire and, and ignite your super center. I don't know. So then I was like looking through our inventory and I saw that there was a Where's Waldo book 
And I was like, that's weird. And then I started thinking about it more. And I was like, okay, that's, it's going to save me a bunch of money on my campaign, which yeah. I like, but I'm not going to like try to make something fit just because. But the more I started thinking about it, then I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's a really cool message with the Where's Waldo book and the Super Sender. And so the theme ended up being, it's time you found your people, right? So you're like finding Waldo, but you're finding the advocacy community and the super sender advocates. And uh, part of our program is a black community where everybody comes together and like shares best practices and all that stuff. So the, I think that the messaging was like amazing. I got a QR code. I got a big orange bubble mailer that like, you know, the, where's Waldo books are huge. So that yeah. bubble mailer gets in there and it's just like super bright. And you're like, Whoa, what is this? This is so cool. And then the QR code has the message, has a picture of Waldo and it's inviting them. Like this is your exclusive invite into the program. And here's your QR code. Zero scans. No one. I did not anticipate you to follow up with that. I know. Because the message was so good and it just killed and it landed. I mean, I thought. And then, so we evaluated and we're like, what happened? I mean, we had a few signups, right? But no scans of the QR code, which I thought was really weird. And then we were like, what happened? Where was the miss? We tried it. I, I'm like, I'm not going to just give up like that. That, no, that's not in my DNA. So... I um, was like, Wait, let's try this again. And obviously these people don't know who I am at all. Like it was two years ago. I really felt like, but they were like newer customers. So maybe yeah. they had just kind of gotten in and they hadn't seen my like onboarding nurture and all that stuff. So they really didn't know me. And then so I was like, okay, well, who knows them? And uh, I was like, all right, the CSM or the account manager. So we ended up kind of like retrying again and automating it and tweaking the message slightly and it came from the csm manager who owned the relationship with them uh, and then everything started flooding in yeah so i definitely think that when an unknown person from a company like emails you and you just know it's marketing and and even when the direct mail comes from someone you don't know you're like well okay thank you for the book but i don't no thanks because i don't know you and i don't know what this program's about so that was well, my lesson. The emotional connection, because I'm guessing when it came from the CSM, you said that right. you did get the traction you wanted, right? Yeah. And it was more of like, I'm nominating you to get into this program because I love the things that you've been doing with Sendoso. Yeah. yeah. So we did A-B testing, right? So like we we didn't resend to those other folks, but we sent to to newer folks and yeah, that, that landed. It was like a big, huge lesson. I actually write about it in my CMA soulmate newsletter. I put all my, my campaign flops in there so that all of the other customer marketers who subscribe can like not revisit my failure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important though, too, to think about, oh, at face value, this really was a great campaign. Well thought out emotional connection to where you remember those books as a child and it's creative and it is aligned with what's happening in their work world at that moment. They just brought on some, so, yeah. and, and they need to start executing these campaigns or already have. 
That's awesome. Let's talk about follow-up and CTA uh, off of that story. So I just think that it is, I feel very passionately about this because, and I'm not trying to sell anybody Sendoso here, but uh, when you send something through Sendoso, then you get all of these alerts when your package is delivered. You being the rep or the CS right. rep or yes. the, the person in, who yeah. sent it. Yeah. And so, and even if marketing does a bulk send for you, for like, you know, your target accounts, you'll still get that, mm -hmm. that alert that it's landed. And so you can follow up immediately. So that timeliness is there. What we can also do is what I've seen work for some SDRs and AEs is forward that actual alert, forward that huh. alert. Right. And they say like, oh, hey, I see that your package has been delivered. And let me tell you if that when they do that to like a decision maker, the decision maker then sees that capability and they're like, oh, yeah, this is a no brainer. We need Sendoso because we need to have those alerts for that impeccable timing and and just nail the follow up. I'll tell you another example. It was oh, it was right around the holidays or like probably October, because we want our customers to start thinking about their holiday sends really, really early, even actually in summertime. Anyway, I sourced these slides. So, you know, like Adidas slides. Yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. Repping Adidas right now. So I think it was right around COVID-y times where everybody's at home. And I was like, I'm wearing slides all day at home. I'm going to get our, our super center some slides. And they're customized and you can like take off the buckle and then I could like continue to get them new buckles. So I got our logo on these slides. I have this help us spoil you form that I, it's like an intake form when they become an advocate and they capture everyone's shoe size. So I was able to send out these slides as an invitation to an event. So the slides, the physical slides that they got were the invitation. And the messaging was slide into holiday sin. And I gave them like, you know, their actual physical invite that they can go and get like register online. But the beautiful thing, again, about Sendoso and all the integrations and the Marketo and Salesforce is you can have these triggered emails go out when it lands. Right. So when every when all the shoes started to land, I would like wait probably like five hours just in case like they hadn't opened it yet. And I didn't want to like ruin the surprise. And I would just say like, Hey, I'm glad, so glad you received your slides. I hope you love them. Here's the link to register. So I think if I didn't send that link to register, I wouldn't have gotten all of those. Yeah. I, they would have been super excited for the slides, but I still wouldn't have got the registration count that I would have wanted. And then it was just so amazing. That was just all automated. I didn't really have to do anything. And I could just watch the registrant so one thing I really liked about what you did there was you, because you're selling to a persona that you also are, which is really easy in sales and marketing software, because we get to, you know, know. we get to do these types of things. I think yeah. there's some applications for like cybersecurity software or something too. You just apply it the same way, but forwarding the notification email to say, I just got this and then forward that to them as like a mini glimpse into a mini demo. Right. Right. You're kind of demoing and saying, hey, look how cool it is that I was notified of this. Yeah. Here's this thing, by the way, do you want to do this too? Yeah. Yeah. So and that. it's great for folks that have gone dark as well. So mm -hmm. if you send them something to like 
re-engage, then you just kind of use that as a, as a new thread with them, right? Because it says like, Woo-hoo, your gift has landed. And so like every time they see that, like reply, Woo-hoo, your gift is landed. <laughs> They're just like, oh, I'll click on that. So yeah, I, I just think it's a extremely, really powerful tool if used correctly. I think that like those little twists, could you expect to see something generic or, you know, where uh, in the Christmas story, he decodes the decoder ring and it says, buy more Ovaltine. Like sure. I would expect to open the cookie and say, buy more Ovaltine slash Sendoso. It's like, oh, you're right. Great. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Thanks for nothing. That wasn't fun at all. Um, yeah. But yeah, making those uh, like Easter eggs at the end kind of fun is is nice i like that so uh, the reason i ask for the value of something where you don't know quite how good the engagement still is and and do we spend a bunch of money on this or not a fail that i had is we thought all right these are abm accounts who've had some level of engagement you know they responded to the ads they engaged in the emails and they like went to a webinar or something we're gonna sell them tomorrow Let's send them something awesome. Yeah. And so we did this Bose headphones campaign. Oh, wow. You went all Airbus out. Went all out. I had extra budget. Let's do it. Wow. And it literally fell flat on its face. And then one of our reps thought, well, I'm just going to do something on my own. Because these are the best accounts and they are that engaged. And they do know who I am because I've been sending the follow-up messages. So she did a uh, mug where you get to put your own pictures on it and put the picture from LinkedIn of the person on the mug that said world's best sales leader. They were selling to salespeople at the time yeah. and sent it to him. And when I heard through the grapevine that that happened, I was just like, at least it's only like $10, whatever. Sure. He was like eight for 10 on his first 10 of getting a discovery call from that yeah. because the people thought it was hilarious. I was like, yeah. oh. Well, there you go. It, the, the lower item gift that was relatable, that was in line with their engagement and more personable and silly, yeah, completely destroyed the thought process we had in marketing. We'll send them something expes- expensive and they can't right. say no, which we yeah. thought, well, how could you say no to that? But did, they did say no. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And again, this I was like, this was pretty uh, early in my sending career. And then we sent a bag of jelly bellies. Do you know jelly bellies? Okay. I know it sounds lame. Everyone loves them. I'm going to get, I'm going to get you though. So it's a bag of jelly bellies and you take your two colors of your company. What are your two colors of your company? White and like sky blue. Okay. This is going to be good. So you take your two colors and you have all Sky blue jelly bellies. And then right in the middle is the white jelly belly. And the message is get ready to stand out with Sendoso or your product. It's just like, that's super clever. And I'm going to eat these and I'm just going to be pumped to start onboarding with you. I'm curious as to how those packages get made. Did you have like warehouse folks like Picking through them and filling up. Yeah, I can do that just through the Jelly Belly website. Yiker. Yeah, I didn't really even think about that. Hopefully, it's, you know, Jelly Belly is pretty um, the top of the tier, like good stuff. So hopefully yeah, yeah. they're wearing nice. gloves. Yeah. 
That's yeah. awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool for taking something that you just know people generally like. Like, let's like have a list of 10 things that people like. Oh, people like jelly beans. And 48 cents. I mean, maybe it's just like I like the price more than the actual thing. Like, I just don't think you need a big onboarding gift. Like, you should just nurture them throughout. Like, maybe if you meet your first milestone, then that's huge and big. And like, but, you know, save it for renewal or something. Yeah. Yeah. Renewal for the big gift, for sure. That yeah. I've done that before with pretty good responses, actually. Yeah. But I, I will, I do want to talk about one area because somebody may be listening to this who's like, well, my target audience can't accept gifts, right? Government, That's a thing. finance, anything totally. public. Yeah. Highly regulated industries can either not accept gifts or they can't accept gifts over a, a certain amount. So I think it's $25. Right, yeah. So how do you stand out uh, to those folks? And the, the kind of like digital way is through like a charity option. Ascendoso mm -hmm. has charity choice and you can like decide which you could be proactive about it. And, and based on their interests or charities they've donated in the past that you can see on LinkedIn or Twitter or anything like that, you can say like, I also on your behalf contributed to this charity for you. Lovely. If you want to take that a step further and make that physical, then you can actually get like a, a receipt printed and then like direct mail that to them. That's pretty impactful. And then what I've seen done, which you asked me earlier, like what's a great example of direct mail? And I use this example a lot, but it's so good. So for these highly regulated industries, for the ones that can only accept like a $25 amount, but let's just say they're a massive, you know, ABM account and they're in your like top tier one-to-one -one white glove. Like how do you reach out to them uh, with a direct mail? And so what our, what this one company did was they spent the money on the packaging and the, the presentation mm -hmm. of it, the video mailer, the like, so think Apple and how, like when you get your laptop or your phone, that like thick, sexy cardboard and everything, everything has its place. together perfectly yeah it's awesome it's like soft like how do you even get cardboard that soft yeah weird yeah so that's what they did they spend money on the actual experience of opening yeah. the box and you know i think it even had like a magnet where you like open the box and then right up top on the flap is a video mailer and it was from their engineer and then inside of the box was a beer stein. And the messaging was, have a beer with an engineer. Uh, hey, uh, that's so awesome. Good. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so good. So hey, the beer stein was like 20 bucks. So they're yeah. not going to get in trouble with anything. But they just spent the money on the packaging, which I just thought was so amazing. Nice. That's really creative. I like that. So... In terms of the correlation of direct mail to ROI and having this be an overlay of a larger campaign, all of a sudden we get into like a podcast series that could be just attribution and how it's all screwed up yeah. <laughs> with how you deal with it at Sendoso and maybe some best practices. Do you have some ways in which you can draw some lines to help because 
to be honest, direct mailing is not cheap. Like good campaigns, it's still expensive to run these yeah. things. And so you do need to have some attribution there. What do we do? Mm -hmm. Gosh, I don't, we'll edit She doesn't this, know. But... That's it. That's the answer. <laughs> we have no idea. <laughs> no. Well, uh, I mean, as you know, we have our solutions architects that come in and build your, you know, your dashboards and understand your lay of the land. I'm seeing that our, our customers are coming into with their CSMs and putting their heads together and like, can we talk about dirty data and all that stuff and sure. how to clean it up so that, so that Salesforce and Sendoso can talk to each other and then build out these robust reporting and dashboards and going ahead and, and proving the ROI to their executives with Sendoso's team getting on and really building out that business case. And then I might be a little bit super lucky because I work with all of our top performing customers and they've, I've turned them into advocates. And so all I hear is how, when direct mail is included in their integrated campaign, that the ROI is record breaking at their companies and that there's nothing that has a better return than when we insert direct mail into our campaign. Yeah, I'll double down on that. Running lots of ABM campaigns over the years, we would look at, okay, let's see on the direct mail side if this is making an impact. And then you run the motion, you get to that point where the extra level of engagement is needed. And then in some cases you, just do your standard call email, try and set something up or, or send an invite. And then others where you at that moment trigger or have a rep actually do a send that's in line with what it is the campaign entails. And the results really are, I've seen as well, through the roof. And so when you have that one-to-many attribution, you can look in Salesforce and say, all right, these deals had a direct mailer campaign involved. These ones didn't. And I've even seen as high as like an increase in 10% or more conversion rate when yep. I'm including direct mail. And it was really easy to show that on just these opportunities had these campaigns. These ones didn't have these direct mailer campaigns. And right. you can kind of draw the conclusion fairly directly. Uh, yeah. You're always going to have people who are engaged no matter what, but it just speeds things up a little bit more because it's that extra level of excitement and engagement in the process. Yeah, we take all of these metrics very seriously during onboarding and just keep reiterating the importance of tracking throughout the nurture. And I just had a Salesforce dashboard and reporting masterclass on it uh, that you helped. Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. At the Sendoza User Conference, tons of information. That conference was great because I was able to learn as much from everyone around me as the stuff that we prepped on a couple of sessions for. Anytime you can get into your community, like the one Leslie has here and tap into those ideas and there's a Slack group that you have in your newsletter, definitely take advantage of that to be able to shortcut your way to success, especially if you're just starting out or want to start out. Anything to add on that? Anything new coming out that you have? Yes, actually. Oh, two things. One is Sendoso starting a podcast. And guess Yay. who's the host? <laughs> yeah, we're actually going to do our first uh, beta pilot program pretty soon or pilot episode pretty soon. So look out for that. It's going to be, you know, 
me, advocacy, customers, ROI, all that good stuff. And then for my personal brand, I mentioned I am the CMA soulmate for our whole community. I have a newsletter with almost a thousand people subscribed. So I'm super excited awesome. to hit that milestone. I have, I made up my own attribution model for customer marketers. So I have a course on that. And then coming out, I hope short, I hope in May, I'm really tackling account-based customer marketing because I mean, my journey started at Engageo, which was acquired by Demandbase. And so ABM has just been running in my veins and then working with all these account-based marketers and learning from them and honing my skills in this area. I just think that this, yeah, I'm just happy to share another marketing tactic with these customer marketers to grow our field and the success of our department. That's fantastic. So definitely check all that out. Excited to have your podcast coming out and, and learning from all the expertise in your network because there's a lot of good stuff there. So thank you so much and thanks for joining us. Go ahead and check out other podcasts uh, with conversations that might not be as fun as this one. Just kidding. They're all very fun. Uh, but Leslie, you're fantastic. And we'll catch everyone next time on Making Fun of Marketing. Have a good one. Hopefully this was a bright spot in your day. You can go ahead and listen to more episodes at chronologic.com forward slash podcast. And give us a five-star review and subscribe if you just want to hear more and get a bet. Yeah. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone.